0: Roach on Recovery, with your host, Orville Roach.
1: Oh, welcome, welcome, folks. This is actually not your host, uh, Orville Roach. This is the uh, the engineer, the call screener, the producer, the jack of all trades, master of none, uh, none other than the co-host here, and we are doing a little test show right now Uh we were doing some some playback, some listening to some of the episodes that we have recorded recently, and uh, although I could not hear an echo in my mic when I was listening back to the podcast, uh, the host promptly contacted me uh, before we were going to do a one-hour show and let me know that he was hearing a little bit of echo in the mic Um which, which we're hoping is not another uh, technical difficulty Because that has been a constant theme uh, since day one here And we're trying to overcome the hurdles So let's hope that this is nothing uh, nothing major And that perhaps it was just the playback for whatever reason uh, Maybe uh, for those couple of episodes Or maybe through however the host was listening to the show um, Because I've been using the same mic since we went to remote locations uh, For at least the past year two years here so uh, nothing has changed at least hardware wise on my end so we're doing a little test right now to uh, make sure that there's no echo going uh, that said I'm free to talk about whatever I like for the next 10 minutes which is actually a beautiful thing because uh I get to call the shots right now, which is which is excellent. That's not normally how it is, and uh, so I'm going to take full advantage. I'm going to drop some of my favorite sound bites. I'm going to talk nothing but Bay Area sports and maybe sprinkle in a little hatred for East Coast sports. Uh, everything that I've got to be very careful with uh, when our New York native host is on the line. Uh, and so, with that said, why don't we get it started off right? <laughs> Super Bowl week, ladies and gentlemen. It is Super Bowl week and an exciting week in sports uh, because, excuse me, unlike any other sport, any other major sport that is baseball, hockey, basketball, uh, the Super Bowl is a championship game played for the NFL in a one game decides all winner take all match. The format for the playoffs and the championships for all the other major sports are a best out of seven. uh, And so, you know, you can see a series go on, uh, back and forth, if you will, for a couple of games and, uh, the better team might have a bad day or have a bad game, but traditionally the the school of thought is in baseball, basketball, hockey. The best team is always the team to win the championship. Um, because you're not the best team will shine over a best of seven series. Uh, it's not the way it is in football. Uh, one thing I will give our, <clears throat> our host a little bit of credit here, uh, when it comes to, uh, Football in the Super Bowl, as I'm sure he remembers, like it was yesterday. Uh, There was a Super Bowl played not too long ago with these same New England Patriots, led by the same Tom Brady and the same Bill Belichick. And uh, the smart money was on New England going into this game. They had an undefeated season working. Uh, Clearly, on paper, I don't think any would argue, probably not even the host himself, that New England was the better team, again, at least on paper uh, and in the, the general form, the general public's consensus was that New England was the better team. But this is why they play the game. And on ev- any given Sunday, any team can uh, can pull one out because it's just one game. Anything can happen. And uh, the undefeated Patriots with that set all kinds of offensive records that year with Randy Moss and everything else, went up against a hot Giants team. If my memory serves me correctly, the New York Giants were a wild card team. They, they had gotten in a nine and seven perhaps was their record. And they had gotten in through a wild card berth, caught heat at the right time, and also had a hell of a defense that showed up on that Sunday. Uh, their defense showed up. They made a couple spectacular plays. Everyone remembers the catch Tyree, kind of pinning the ball against his helmet Um, you know the stars aligned correctly the Giants played a hell of a game the Patriots did not play their best game and it cost them and uh, you know who's to say if those teams had played over seven games you know some may argue that the Patriots might have come out on top or were the best team in the league that year but the Super Bowl and the Lombardi trophy is all that matters best team be damned and uh, whoever hoists that trophy you know, have the have the bragging rights and have their names enshrined in history. And the New York Football Giants did it that year and won the Super Bowl. Uh, and so that is the excitement. That is the whole point of this. Is that is the excitement of Super Bowl week in the Super Bowl because it's a one or take all. One game decides it. And yet again, uh, we have Tom Brady and the New England Patriots representing the AFC in another Super Bowl. Um, you know, I, I feel like the public perception of the Patriots and the the outward hate toward the Patriots has shifted a little bit. I feel like maybe in their fourth Super Bowl or fifth Super Bowl is when it was at its peak. Um, but when you know, when you have a team like Tom Brady and the Patriots who have gone to nine consecutive uh conference championship games, I think if you don't have a horse in the race and your team is out of it, you can't help but to respect the Patriots at this point uh, and and just kind of take in what you're witnessing because, you know, it's very likely, especially in the salary cap era, as the host and I talk about from time to time in football, um, it's very unlikely we'll ever see something like this again. And so... Uh <clears throat> maybe it's just that I have gotten tired of hating the Patriots um because they win so often that at this point I have I have no choice but to sit back and just kind of respect it and and absorb this bit of history being made. Uh Bay Area connections all over the place in this Super Bowl. We've got both starting quarterbacks from both teams, Bay Area Kids. Uh Tom Brady, I believe, went to Sarah High School. Jared Goff went to Marine Catholic. Um, and so that's kind of a neat thing for the Bay Area here to see a couple of the leaders of these Super Bowl teams, uh, born and raised, bred in the Bay Area, uh, which should be fun, and uh, it should be an interesting match. So you've got the the young savant coach uh, for the Los Angeles Rams in, in Sean McVay, and the old gritty Hall of Famer, some might consider the best of all time, in Bill Belichick. Uh, so you've got that the coaching dynamic with those two coaches going up against each other. Belichick's been here a million times and, and, uh, <clears throat> McVay, this is his first, uh, I believe Sean McVay is actually the youngest head coach in the national football league. Uh, I don't believe Bill Belichick is the oldest, but he's one of the older coaches. Uh, and then, so as the coach goes, does the quarterback. So you've got Jared Goff, who I believe this is his junior, year it's either his sophomore or his junior year so he's relatively new to the league Uh, and then you've got Tom Brady who is in his 40s and has been in the league for as long as anybody at the position Um, and so you got the old coach and the old quarterback against the young bucks Um, what else is interesting is that Bill Belichick the coach of the Patriots is known for his defensive Mastery or wizardry of the game And uh, that is counter To McVeigh's um, Offensive prowess and being known For being an offensive innovator uh, So there are a lot of a lot of good matchups Here a lot of good matchups all over the place And it should be a, an interesting game uh, To watch so I definitely Wanted to touch base on that uh, <clears throat> Excuse me one of my favorite sound bites Is the inside the news soundbite That we have I don't get to drop it very often uh, But we're going to drop it right now for Everybody because we do have some news our news here is regarding baseball. The uh the MLB and uh the the talk there's a talk of strike. We'll say that. So, everybody has been waiting for Bryce Harper and Manny Machado to sign with some team. These are the two hot free agents of the season. <clears throat> They're both going to garner several hundred million dollar contracts from whoever signs them and there has been a delay in both of them signing and uh, this has actually caused a bit of uh, I don't know a bit of anger I guess in the baseball community as far as fans are concerned um, and, and teams as well players as well because what typically happens traditionally the largest free agent Uh, signing of the off season is the first domino to the rest of the free agents falling in place. They kind of set the pace as far as the market is concerned for high end players at their position. Uh, And then teams, once they've gone all in on a player and the player signs elsewhere, they can then go to plan B and plan C. That's where you start to see all the dominoes uh, falling. Uh, And because Bryce Harper and Manny Machado have yet to sign and catchers and pitchers report in about a week to two weeks here for some teams, um, it has really stalled the process of the MLB offseason and uh, is causing, you know, some strife in the community because fans <clears throat> want to see their teams make a move. Obviously, fans who know their teams are in a hot pursuit of one of those two big names are anxious to see whether or not they will land one of those two names. Uh, but I was listening to uh, some talk radio myself, KnBR the other evening and they were talking about how the uh, collective bargaining agreement um, is is up. the the contract is up in two thousand twenty or two thousand twenty one and they are they were pointing out that they had noticed maybe over the past couple of years a delay in big name players signing contracts uh, to late in the off season and how this delay or, uh, has increased every single year till now we see, Hey, Bryce Harper hasn't signed And, and we're a week, two weeks out of reporting um, that this is the kind of the, the clouds coming over the ocean approaching landfall. The, the storm coming is the strike um, because the players are going to want to wait and see what this new CBA agreement is going to look like. And so, uh, that said, um, you know, uh, we all have to wonder what is it, what is it going to be like if we do get to a- another strike? Uh, how long will the strike last? There's a lot of people stating that, you know, maybe Bryce Harper and Manny Machado would be wise to sign two year contracts. Uh, because then the collective bargaining agreement is is up and due when their contract expires, and then everybody can go in after that agreement is reached to the new um, you know with the new agreement and negotiating contracts as they see fit so some interesting stuff on the baseball front, hopefully the host and I can chat about it a little bit when we do another show. uh we do plan on getting back to everybody here, perhaps next Tuesday if not the Tuesday after Um, but again this episode was just to do a quick little mic check I am getting the little reminder in my ear that we got about 60 seconds left to the show so we are going to sign off here but we hope to chat with everybody soon
0: that's our show for this evening thank you for listening be sure to listen to our next broadcast Tuesday at 4pm Pacific Standard Time on blogtalkradio.com forward slash OCG radio like us friend us and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash ocgworkca, and on Twitter at ocgworkca. You can listen to podcasts of all our shows on iTunes under Roach on Recovery or on our Blog Talk Radio homepage. This has been a presentation of OCG Recovery Radio. Some
2: day, some night,
0: Human, are you gonna let him
2: pull you down and make you cry? Don't you know.